Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and stick it straight up all your candy asses! And you never let The Rock make his pancakes, did you? You wanted The Rock to make chocolate chip cookies, blueberry muffins, but never pancakes. Go get me a cheeseburger. Go get The Rock a cheeseburger. No ketchup. You mind uh, giving a little blow just one time for The Rock? The Rock, ask you something. You ready to go out there and whoop some ass? Ready to go out there and whoop candy ass? Let's get ready to podcast! Thanks, the basic rock bottom is a podcast with two dummy best friends with a tab hangs in a headlock. And there are about to be jokes like by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I'm Sam Siegel, and I can smell The Rock is cooking Vin Diesel's teeth. <laughs> what an image. Um. <laughs> Frying them up in a pan. <laughs> battered or unbattered? <laughs> unbattered, baby. He oh. doesn't want to. He doesn't want to dilute the flavor of those crunchy chompers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This week I'm Clint Eastwood's kid. Uh, hmm. That's me. I am Luke Patrick, yeah? Clint Eastwood's son. Um, well, cool. Uh, I gotta ask. Yeah. Was it weird for you when your father went on national television and yelled at a chair? You know, I'm proud of my father. Don't, uh, don't be. <laughs> <laughs> and his various political views. Uh, freedom of speech is a, is a national right, Sam. <laughs> okay. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Rick Bedham. Uh, we're just not going to do this episode now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay i take it back this week i am uh i'm that guy from game of thrones but i'm somehow less scary in this mm. one yeah okay like a uh like a docile gentle version of christopher Heaview. yeah yeah there you go all right well that's mm-hmm. nice uh like a cuddly teddy bear with yeah, red hair for sure yeah that's me just don't look me Excellent. directly in the eyes because i feel like i will go off Oh, never. Uh, yeah. Then you would think I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Luke, this week uh, we did watch uh, 2017's The Fate of the Furious. Yes. The eighth in the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> How was your watch? <laughs> Let me put it to you this way. So mm-hmm. I was out disc golfing earlier with some friends. Yes. Um, and... I said I had to watch another Fast and the Furious movie, and I said, this one's called The Fate of the Furious. And my friend, as a joke, said, what is that, like the eighth one of these? And I said, Mm. it is literally (laughs) the eighth one of these. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, there there are inarguably too many of these. Oh, yeah. Un- undeniably, there are too many. Mm-hmm. Um, so how was my watch, Sam? Well, it happened. I'll tell you that. Yep. It happened. Mm-hmm. Um, it was two hours and ten minutes long. Um, it existed, and I did consume it. I will say that this time it did not make me viscerally angry like the okay. previous entry okay. did. Yeah. 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 So at no point during my watch did I have to stand up to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Always good. Yeah. <laughs> Always good. <laughs> I took it all seated, ass firmly on couch. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it happened. There were upsides. We'll talk about it. There were definite downsides, but yeah. it was a pretty par for the course kind of watch this yeah. week. So yeah, Sam, yeah, yeah. how was your watch? Okay, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this a certain way, and I'm not even happy that this is the way I'm gonna put it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I, in some ways, identified with Vin Diesel's character during my watch because he too was an unwilling uh, participant <laughs> in something that lasted two hours and fifteen minutes that he really didn't want to be there for. Sure. Um. Yeah. And. Uh, same here, bud. Same here. Uh, I really did feel like I was being held hostage. Um, and you know the scene? I- I'm just going to blast part of the plot out of here. Uh, yeah. You know the scene where he sneaks away to talk to... Um, I'll I'll save this one for later. Uh, to a special lady? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I basically did my version of that and went to the kitchen with the movie still on and got me some water. And then, do you know what happened? What's that? My asshole wife paused the movie. Oh, see, you gotta <laughs> specify on launch what you want to happen to the movie. And, I uh, thought she knew because I left it running. I never leave it running. I usually respect the movies too much. Yeah. And so I just walked off, and then I come back, and she had paused it, and I said, "What are you doing? What are you no? <laughs> You're supposed to leave it running." Um, well, sir, it's funny you mention it because I did at one point. I started this movie at roughly five. I ate dinner at six, and you might be asking, did I pause the movie to go reheat some Indian food? No, I did not, Sam. Good for you. I did not, and nor did anybody pause it on my behalf. Uh, It was left running, for sure. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Now, um, we didn't talk about this in the um, special Patreon episode that we released uh, the day that we're recording this. Uh, Mm -hmm. Head over to patreon.com slash hanksypanksy to check Mm -hmm. that one out. Mm -hmm. Uh, What Indian food did you have? I had a nice butter chicken. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Which, uh... You know, mm -hmm. I'm out of curiosity. Yeah. Do you prefer a butter chicken or a vindaloo? So, Sam... It's interesting mm-hmm. you ask, because here's the problem with butter chicken, which is, one, I'm lactose intolerant, and two, yes. I love, love spicy food, like as hot mm-hmm. as you can possibly make it, um, yeah. which leads to me blasting out hot rocks in the morning <laughs> at a speed <laughs> and pain level that you have never witnessed. <laughs> Boy, what a what a fascinatingly <laughs> colorful way to put that. 
So, <laughs> so that's my relationship to butter chicken. I love it. It does not love me. So a lot of the time I will go for a vindaloo because it's extra spicy, but does mm-hmm. save me a lot of the dairy that creates yeah. a problem uh, sort of in the AM, you know, yeah. in the cold light of day riding that porcelain train. So, yeah. Uh, apparently riding that porcelain train straight to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm going to go. Sat on yeah. a toilet screaming, I'm going to ride this straight to hell. Um, Asshole burning you uh, in the worst kind of way. Yeah, from the inside out. Um, yeah, so I, I fucks with a Vindaloo. I like a good okay. Vindaloo. Yeah, I was curious because I've heard you mention both before, and yeah. and I I've been wondering mm-hmm. uh, privately in my off time. Yeah, does does Luke prefer a vindaloo or a butter chicken? Where are you on chicken tikka masala? Now, see, I really like me a masala, mm-hmm. um, but I'm finding that I prefer the extra creaminess that comes mm. that <laughs> tempting creaminess that comes with the butter chicken. You really are just a glutton for punishment, aren't you? Yeah, at this point, I'm basically crying on a toilet, screaming, Flog me, Daddy! Flog me! <laughs> so Yeah, you're going to need to talk to your therapist about this kind of flavor of masochism. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> what the fuck were we talking about before we started talking uh, about my our, Indian food? Our watches. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah did can I you... just say? Yeah. Uh, Kenna made a delicious uh, pulled barbecue chicken sandwich with a broccoli slaw. Oh, oh yeah. God, it was so good. Mm-hmm. Fucking hats off to my wife. She can make fucking phenomenal barbecue, man. Yeah, that sounds... And that also sounds like it won't whip you in the face uh, come the the cold, bracing dawn. So. Oh, Neither the face nor the ass, my friend. Uh, it's going to treat me just right. And since it has broccoli in it, uh, it's going to treat my ass extra good because it is chock full of fiber. Mm, and people at home, I know we've mentioned it probably more than you wanted to hear, but uh, you gots to get that fiber in your diet. What, like 30 oh, grams you, a day? But every time you lower the amount, it is like <laughs> 35 to 40 grams of fiber a day. Yeah, you got to get that good, those soluble and insoluble fibers in your diet. Thank you, Luke. Mm-hmm. And remember, folks, if you are constipated or if you have diarrhea, it turns out fiber is the answer. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're uh, real plugged up, you got you to gotta get some insoluble fiber in you. Stat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're if you got a log flume going, you got the ring of fire. Uh, you want some soluble fiber that slows things right down, folks. Yeah. Hanksy Panksy this week is brought to you by the American Fiber Council. Uh, <laughs> the most interesting parties you'll ever go to, the American <laughs> Fiber Council. I hope you like the Bristol scale because they sure do. Um. <laughs> Luke, uh, would you like to break down the plot? (laughs) No, but I will give you this instead. No, but. It's a new form of improv. (laughs) (laughs) I hear uh, Upright Citizens Brigade hadn't even gotten to that one yet. Yeah, or rather, it's more like, um, kind of, but also this. (laughs) (laughs) Even better. 
<laughs> so kinda, but also this. It's a Fast and the Furious movie. Here's the main thing you need to know about this movie. Charlie's Throne's in this one. Charlie's mm-hmm. Throne, everybody. Charlie's um, Throne. Uh, uh, let's give her a round of applause. Give her a round of applause. Uh, Dominic Toretto's girlfriend from a couple movies back, uh, who was remarkably chill when yes. Letty showed up again, <laughs> and he was like, I gotta mm-hmm. go. Uh, and then he kind of offered to do like a thruple situation, which would have been yes. awesome. Would have been great. Uh, Need that representation out there. Yeah, and then she was sort of like, nah, I'm good. Well, turns out she was prego. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which, man, I gotta tell you, that means that she's even fucking cooler about him <laughs> being like, I gotta go. Because it's like, hold on. <laughs> you know you're carrying this man's child. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah, I'll let him go get his girlfriend who he thought died. Yeah, I, f- I didn't think about it from that angle, but that is, this is the chillest, this is the Mahatma Gandhi of chill <laughs> personal inter- interrelationships. Just, um, man, so self-sacrificing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> making the ultimate sacrifice in this movie. Yeah, which we'll talk about that. Um but anyway, so she's prego. Shirley's Throne steals her and the kid, the wee baby Seamus, mm-hmm. uh, the wee baby Marcos, um, mm-hmm. and forces Dom to work for her to try to get nuclear codes and some nukes yes, and stuff um, so that she can control the world. It's basically the plot of that G.I. Joe movie we watched. It is uncomfortably similar to G.I. Joe down to uh, the tank. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> I swear to God, that tank was in G.I. Joe Retaliation. Yes, the one that Bruce Willie sort of drove around. Um, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, that's that's all you really need to know about the plot. The whole gang's here, minus the people who have died. And yeah. let's jump straight into it. Minus Paul Walker and Dominic Toretto's sister. Oh, yeah, I forgot the sister wasn't even there. Yeah, she and the kids, the two kids that they had, poof, yeah. gone. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, well, I mean, I so we live in this weird space now where Paul Walker is dead. Yes. But Brian McDougood or, or whatever the fuck his last name was mm-hmm. um, is not dead. And yeah. so... We can't recognize the existence of his family because that would require sort of exhuming (laughs) Paul Walker's corpse and sort of doing a marionette with him. Yeah. So we're in just this weird sort of liminal space where it's like, yeah, yeah, Brian, though, right? Yeah. Can't can't call him. Down to the fact that uh, the kid's mother, who, again, such an angel, such a saint. Oh my god. Was like I've been calling him Marcos. Um but I think really his dad should name him like give him a first name cuz that's just his middle name. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the movie, Dominic Toretto, fucking Vin Diesel is like meet my kid his name is is Brian. Which is the first time we acknowledge that Brian even still exists in this universe. Yes. Well, uh, actually second second Mm -hmm. because at one point Tyrese Gibson is like Brian would know what to do and they're like no don't bug him Mm. he's busy watching TV Uh, 
And it's, again, this really weird thing, because, Luke, wouldn't you be, oh, just a little alarmed if you learned from, like, another friend of yours that I named my kid Luke (laughs) in tribute to you, but you're not dead? And you didn't tell me. I think that would be (laughs) fucking crazy if you named your kid after me and Mm -hmm. then didn't bother to, like, FaceTime Exactly. <laughs> and say, hey, I did a thing. <laughs> yeah, just I'll gather my friends and family together because you know what? They're all actually family because it's all about family. Yeah. And I'm going to bring my baby boy uh, out in front of him and I'm going to go, hey, everyone, I want you to meet my son. His name is Luke. <laughs> <coughs> I can't do that voice. Yeah, you got to. Uh, you gotta rein that one in there, my man. Yeah, it's too gravelly. Um, and then like someone I hope would be like, "Hey, dude, mm-hmm. L- Luke's alive." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, like he's you could call. He, you literally got a Facebook message from him while you were introducing <laughs> us to your son. Which would be something stupid. Like some tweet about a dick or something. Yeah. It would be and so inconsequential coming from me. But here's the thing. We yeah. all know that I would probably drop my kid on the ground to check that tweet out <laughs> because it's probably <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. It'd be good, whatever I'm sending you, but it would definitely be some some hot take on Twitter with me <laughs> all caps raving about it. Um, yeah. Oh, man. shit. It's, it's so fucking bizarre. Yeah. It is so such a strange... Ch- like, why didn't they just kill him? Why didn't I, they yeah. just kill him so that they didn't have to do this? Do this weird... I mean, and you you recognize this song and dance. You've seen in Just Like That with the mm-hmm. weird Samantha situation. Um, yeah, but at least, like, Samantha texts, you yeah. know? And she's not dead. She yeah. just lives in london it's just, so it's just very strange to, to like kind of half have paul walker in this mm-hmm. uh but not really have him interact in it like you could show him like send in an email hey like oh i got an email from brian and he said good luck champ yeah uh heart emoji um i have a, pre- a personal theory and we're, we're we got so much more to talk about i don't want to get hung yeah. up on this for too long but here's a pet theory of mine. Okay. Brian's dead. Okay. Brian's dead. And Dominic, uh, because he's all about family, uh, couldn't let him go. So he is buried under the floorboards mm. in the house. <laughs> His family is being held hostage uh, because Ooh, they okay. will escape and, and reveal the fact that Brian has passed away. Oh, so he's making them all pretend that Brian is still yes. around. This is a Norman Bates sort of mm, psycho situation. Okay. Yeah. I could honestly fully believe that. It's <laughs> it's not honestly out of the realm of possibility because it's like, again, he's got them so brainwashed that after he kind of half betrays them, they're like, maybe we should call Brian. And immediately Dwayne is like, no, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So that's my little that's my little theory. But Sam, like I said, we've talked enough about that. What else you got going on with this movie that you uh, you want to sort of bust open? 
Well, okay, we actually we have to kind of rewind a little bit because look, we didn't even say if we liked it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, the answer is no. No, I did not. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Um, Luke, can I can I surprise you a little bit? Oh God. Okay. Actually, I take back my answer, but because I, I want to hear yours first, but I. Uh-huh. I want to walk back my previous statement. Uh, I think I think it was misrepresented in the media, and I would like to reframe mm, yeah. it. But I want to hear what yeah, have, you have you been? Have you been? Is is it exaggerated and untrue? Just like <laughs> Republicans doing orgies and cocaine? Yes. Yeah. It is both okay. exaggerated and untrue. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck our. Our man, our our country is doing great. Twenty twenty two is a fun fucking year, man. Yeah. Um. What'd okay, you What'd so you think of this movie, though? It is, of course, mostly bad. Vin Diesel's in it. I hate the yes. Man. Um. However. Yes. However. Hmm. There are some elements in this that are working for me. Yes. 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 And this is what I wanted to say because here's here's my direct statement to my roommate who watched this movie with me. Mm-hmm. The the only way to watch this movie is to turn your brain off in the in-between action sequences yes. and to not pay attention because none of it's important. Uh-huh. Two, to not really watch the action sequences either. So just skip all the movie except for some very key parts of this like yes. Daddy Dwayne uh, talking mm-hmm. to his daughter's soccer team. Yes. Excellent. 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 So good. And Jason Statham with a baby. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, any scene with Dwayne and Jason Statham, yes, uh, is worth watching because holy shit, do those two have a chemistry that Vin Diesel will never have with anyone? No, and you know what gets me so excited about that? Is it Hobbs and Shaw? Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw! Yeah. Yeah, man. We get a yes. whole movie of those two. I can't wait mm-hmm. for Hobbs and Shaw. Hmm. I, I never thought that I would be this pumped for Hobbs and Shaw, Hobbs and Shaw, Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. But here I am, man. <laughs> and I am horny for it. Yeah. I think it's going to be... Because if... I mean, it's it's... To get a plot point out of the way... It's fucking weird that Deckard Shaw is now, like, buddy-buddy with everybody. It's so strange, and I don't give a shit. Yeah, who gives a shit? Because his chemistry with The Rock in this movie is rock solid, pun intended. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. It's so good. Their patter. Mm -hmm. Their patter is literally the best written part of this movie. Yeah. And I think Um, Jason Statham gave me my favorite part of this movie that was genuinely a joy to watch. Which is when he's saving uh, Dominic Toretto's kid from Cypher, who is Charlie's Throne. Uh-huh. And he's like wandering around this big spy plane, shooting people, doing stuff, doing action movie stuff. But he's got a baby who's like listening to the Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yes. Um, and, and he's <laughs> being so sweet with this baby. Yes. While he's like blasting people in the face. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I gotta tell you, I think my favorite part of that mm-hmm. is when he he turns the baby around and he says, "You're not gonna want to see this." And then he repeatedly bashes a man's skull in. Yeah. And then he picks the baby up and he goes, 
<laughs> is that you or him? And then he sniffs closer to the baby and he goes, good, it's him. Yeah. And it's like, fuck yeah, Jason. Yes. You made that man shit himself like pretty quick after dying. Yeah, it's... I mean, <laughs> that kind of horrifying natural body fact uh, aside, it's almost like when we have fun with the movie, we have fun with the movie, writers of the Fast yeah. and Furious series. It's it's strange where uh, how how when you take this movie that that embraces how stupid it is and decides to just have fun with it instead of being a really really serious walk with christ mm-hmm. um it's actually very fun yes so i will say that the you know to 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 answer what everybody's wondering about the media is speculating about um i didn't i didn't enjoy the movie necessarily but there were a hundred percent parts that were phenomenal and yeah. this was this was a way way better watch than the one where they had like cars jumping through buildings and uh-huh. Abu Dhabi yeah. or wherever they were, Dubai. Uh, Furious Seven. Furious Seven, yeah. Just we it's such a massive improvement over that one. Uh, honestly, of the ones we've seen, this is my favorite. Yes. Easily. Um Yeah. And and it's honestly, it's it's a couple things. Mm-hmm. So it is obviously Dwayne and Jason Statham and their incredible fucking chemistry. Yeah. It's also the fact that this probably has the least amount of Vin Diesel in it. Yeah. Yes, and I want to talk about this because I believe we've researched this. And at this point oh, in the movie, yeah, in the franchise, Dwayne and Vin Diesel do not get along. No, and Bud, I was f- fully on watch, and n- not once are they in the same scene together. Yes. Down to the, the, there's, of course, it's a Fast and Furious movie, so at the end, they have a big party, and the family gets together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed that Dwayne's at this, uh, uh-huh. but he's all of his shots are shot in a way to imply that he's here. And then at yes. the end, when they're all sitting around the big table, he's absent when Vin Diesel's talking to them. Yes, or um, even very early on in the movie when they get the EMP and then uh, Dom uh, uh, b- b- uh, double crosses the whole team. Yeah, and he uh, knocks uh, Dwayne's car over because it and, and honestly the only reason he was able to do that was because Dwayne was driving an SUV and not a truck um <laughs> so Dwayne's like stuck in this flipped over SUV and then uh Vin Diesel comes up and steals it and at no point do you ever see both of their faces in the mm-hmm. same shot yes it's very carefully done so that they didn't have to be together mm-hmm God, it's amazing. The lengths they went to to keep these guys apart from each other. Yes. Yeah, and I it mentioned... It makes me feel a mm-hmm. little bad for whoever had to shoot this, because yeah. it's, it must have been a huge pain in the ass. But I mentioned this because what the, the end result looks like this. This is a very Dwayne-centric movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because we get huge swaths of the movie where it's just Dwayne and crew doing stuff and then dom shots of him doing other stuff kind of you know since he's double crossed the team kind of on his own so really this is the first time we're seeing like jason statham and Dwayne the rock johnson carry a fast and furious movie across their big beautiful shoulders yeah and they do it 
so well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, they yeah. Do, they do a much better job than, than Vin does because Vin, I have discovered, has no charisma. Mm, he rolled a zero on his charisma check, huh? Yes. Yeah, yeah he, he rolled a nat one, mm-hmm. uh, and his modifier is minus one. Yeah. So <laughs> it's no good. <laughs> it's no good. It, he's just... He's so fucking unlikable. And I know part of like part of the plot of this movie is you're sort of supposed to not like him kind of a little bit. Yeah. But like he's just so self-serious. Mm-hmm. And it, one thing that bugs me about mm-hmm. this movie is that it builds up so much tension over like is Vin Diesel gonna be okay? Yeah. And it's like watching a superhero movie because you know he'll be fine. Yeah. So there there are no stakes. Everything will always work out for Dominic Toretto, head of the Toretto crime family. Yeah. I mean, there's the Fast 9. We know he makes it out of it. Even if there weren't, I, there's ne- at no point yeah. in any of these movies has he ever failed. Yes. With and Honestly, here's the thing, too, because this franchise is so trigger happy with killing people quote unquote Mm -hmm. and then bringing them back with the exception of Han and Gal Gadot who can get fucked apparently cause like honestly yeah yeah I think they're the lucky ones (laughs) they had to (laughs) they got to stop returning (laughs) for the Fast and Furious movies exactly yeah Uh, but down to the fact that Jason Statham gets plugged in this movie Mm -hmm. uh, and then a couple of the characters ask about him and somebody says he didn't make it like they killed him. And then of course they brought him back. Like there was no question that they were going to, they weren't going to kill him. Yeah, absolutely not. And of course they would not have a Vin Diesel kill him because that would mean he was actually bad at any point in this. Yeah. We're like, really all he does is make stink faces at people. Mm hmm. Like, that's the worst thing that he does, is make a stink face. And he just looks like a fucking idiot. Or, he makes stink faces, and then he postures. Because here's what I wrote in my notes. Let me find it. Uh, Plot note, dude posturing. The movie. Uh, Mm, Yes. Let me explain, because this movie is a lot of just guys squaring off and going, like, I'm going to kick your ass. And the other guy being like, oh, I'm going to kick your ass harder. Um, yeah, it it is so much of just like, uh, just real toxic machismo bullshit. Where yes. it's just like I'm 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 good. My dad could beat up your dad, mm-hmm. and nothing ever. <laughs> we never get a dad fight. Yeah, because here's the problem. So they set all these up, and then much like a Clint Eastwood movie, uh, when the minute they actually start fighting, so Vin Diesel actually starts fighting someone, he is mm-hmm. massively overpowered for one human being and just easily carb stomps them. So it's yeah. never in question that he's going to win cuz the exactly. man's Superman in this suit in this franchise. Yeah, like there's there's the fight with uh Christopher Heaview. Yeah. Who is like apparently this like big badass and Dom looks him square in the eyes and then kills him within 30 seconds. Yes. Which has got to be a Vin Diesel thing. 
that he... A hundred percent. He doesn't want to look weak anymore by actually having a real fight like that's been choreographed that has stakes and like a tempo to right. it. Uh, I mean, he doesn't even take a punch in that fight. No, he doesn't. No, he just easily overpowers this badass that's been set up throughout this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, when he attacks the, the Russian foreign mis- defense minister's uh, convoy and yeah. he shows up in like body armor and a shield and the guard in the in the limo fires a submachine gun into the shield a million times and not at his clearly exposed feet. Yeah. Which... <laughs> what? What? Like... Vin stands perfectly still with the shield totally, like, stopping at his, like, knees. Yeah. And then uh, doesn't even try to block anything, and the guy just keeps shooting directly into the center point of the shield. Like, maybe eventually the bullets will get through? Maybe it'll happen. It's so stupid. (sighs) It's so dumb. It's so goddamn dumb. Or uh, the the race at the very beginning of the movie yeah. in Cuba. When they're in Cuba, which, hey, can I just say really quick? Mm-hmm. How the fuck did he get a visa to visit Cuba? Man, uh, he doesn't need one. He's <laughs> Dominic Toretto. <laughs> yeah, I just got here. Yeah, man, that's illegal immigration to a place that's restricted for U.S. citizens. Oh, no, Luke, see, it's fine because he's white. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, white people, a white man can do anything he wants. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Um, I forgot how silly yeah. of me. Yeah. Plus, uh, here's the other thing uh, that I discovered, kind of realized during this movie. Vin Diesel's just car Christ. Hmm. Now, this is an interesting idea that you've brought into the mixture. Um, yeah. But... I see what you're saying, and I do accept mm-hmm. it into my heart. I do believe that uh, Vin Diesel is car Christ. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, we, we've got this race at the beginning of the movie where he is racing the guy with the fastest car in Cuba. Mm-hmm. And he has to race with the slowest car in Cuba. Yeah, explicitly said to be so by other people, like, in Cuba on the ground yeah. who are familiar with both vehicles for sure now luke i gotta tell you mm-hmm. if you told me the fastest car in an area was racing the slowest car in an area i would tell you there is no point to bet on this this one's p- pretty well wrapped up before it starts yeah oh for sure <laughs> yeah yep uh but not for Dominic Toretto, because literally nothing can ever go wrong for him. Yeah. Instead, he jury rigs a turbo onto this thing and then puts Cuban NOS on it, which is somehow different from everyone else's NOS, Mm -hmm. um, as is a Cuban (laughs) mile different from everyone else's mile. Yeah. Um, Fuck, I had something to say about that, but is Cuban NOS... That was it. Is Cuban Nas just Cuban coffee? Is he just injecting coffee directly into the engine? It wouldn't shock me, man. Yeah. It's just, it's such a buck wild thing. He wins this race going in reverse. Because the front, because Sam, the front of the car has exploded and is on fire. (laughs) 
because of the bullshit that he did to the engine and he over revved uh-huh. it and now it's it's red hot and on yes. fire. But it's fine because he can reverse the car faster than the fastest car in Cuba. Which, my man, I, I mean, I know a little bit about cars, so I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not car stupid, but I don't know enough to tell you this. Uh, but I'm pretty sure reverse has one gear. Okay, Luke, this is gonna, this perfectly transitions into my next point about this movie. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this. There's always another gear. <laughs> have yeah. You, have you noticed these people will be like foot flat on the floor accelerating and then there's another gear. Yes. Like they're at top speed and then suddenly there's a magic next gear mm-hmm. that they can always go into to go faster than top speed. Yes. <laughs> it is mind numbing to me. Yeah. I mean... That's the whole movie in a nutshell. That's the entire franchise. It's just cars with magic gears jamming mm-hmm. it at the last second to win races and gnaws. If we yeah. don't have a button to smack to uh, to just light up our engine like I've been lit up after eating butter chicken, um, <laughs> <laughs> rocket propelling it down the street, um, then what is the point? It's so stupid, man. It's yeah. just, it's so infuriating to see this movie fall back on, um, car goes fast, we get the dramatic scene of them shifting up, Yeah, car goes faster, a hundred times a movie, and it's just like, f- find a new thing, find yeah. a new fucking thing. Or honestly, here's my problem with the entire premise of this franchise, and I can give you a great example of it. So at one point, Dom has been charged uh, by Shirley's throne with invading this Russian base. Uh, yes. In the middle of the the like, our Arctic Circle, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so ice everywhere. And they're looking at this, and Clint Eastwood's kid uh, is looking at it through a rangefinder, and is like, "Man." Ain't no way anybody can get into this. And you're thinking, yeah, dude, it's a military base. Yep. Uh, but no, Dom, a guy in a Dodge Charger, mm-hmm. manages to go into the base and do some stuff. But this is my problem with the entire franchise. The fact that they have to stick with cars for everything makes it it's, incredibly stupid. And it's so limiting. It, it is so limiting. It makes everything so boring. Yes. Because it's just like, they're just going to spin out and drift and take turns. And ca- cars are bulletproof and explosion proof yeah. and fireproof. And Luke, no one ever shoots a tire. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They so true. They fire directly into the bulletproof windscreen of a vehicle, yeah. see that it's bulletproof, and continue shooting at it, and never once try a tire. Yeah, ain't nobody shooting tires, in the last three movies we've watched would have ground everything to a halt. But Boy, nope. can you imagine? Mm-hmm, I can imagine. And it would have <sighs> been pretty fucking fantastic. Because, again... Would have been great. They attack a military base. One of the guys... Uh, what's his name? Tej? Tej? Yeah. Um, has a Lambo. 
Oh, no, that's uh, that's Roman. Oh, sorry, Roman. Yeah, sorry. Tej is ludicrous, right? Yes. Okay, sorry, I got I got mixed up there for a second. Yeah, uh, Tej has a much more sensible, like, bulletproof all-terrain vehicle. He, he has a tank. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm tracking. Sorry, I'm reconstructing this movie in my brain as we go. Hey, it's probably better than the real fucking movie, man. Yeah. Um... But then, yeah, Roman has a fucking Lambo in the Mm -hmm. Arctic, and it goes poorly. And you're like, yeah, man, you attacked a military base with a Lamborghini. Well, it goes poorly until suddenly it doesn't. Like, it's spinning out all over the place, and then by sheer force of magic, it gets traction on ice. Because they're real good at car, Sam. They car real good. They car so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Um, obviously, the movie's still very, very sexist and yeah. leers at women. It, it pisses me off at this point because, you know what? One of these directors should have some fucking courage and actually so, show some nudity. Yeah. Still no TNA, nor Dong, Mm-mm. nor no. nudity of any variety. Yeah. Even even a whiff of a pube would be nice. Yeah, or a side boob, like something. Um, yeah. Just nothing. No yeah. bravado in the Mm-mm. old nudity department in the nudist area. Yeah. I it's uh it's if you I do have a question for you. Okay. Have you in any of these movies liked any of the cars? Hmm. Yes. Yes. I have. Anything Han ever drove, for sure. Or Gal Gadot was super into that. Because they always had, like, good, sporty uh, coupes. Yeah. They had good stuff. Um, And it it was never, like, super over the top, either. Yes. memory serves. They just drove cars, which I think this is my problem. Because looking back on the last couple of movies... Every car they've they've driven, because of this insane premise that whatever they're doing, it has to be attached to racing cars and going really fast, means mm-hmm. that the car has been modified to the point where it is no longer like a, a Top Gear episode where I can be like, oh, that's right. a great car. It's like, no, this is a Miata that you've turned into a bulletproof cage that has yes. Nas, etc. It's, it's either that or it's like a fucking Bentley. Yeah, just a Bentley. Uh, yeah, and and there's no in between. There's no like actually attainable vehicle yeah. that you know, like someone could actually aspire to purchase. Mm-hmm. Which is why I think, and I think that's a symptom of us starting where we did. Because I have a feeling that if we went back to watch Tokyo Drift, which if you want to see us do that, join the Patreon and suggest it yes. as a movie. Uh, Patreon.com/slash Hanksypanksy. I wish um, you wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. Because I feel like if these movies were actually just about racing and had, like, souped-up Toyotas or something, that could be a lot mm-hmm. of fun. But no. It, you know, you got a point. Yeah. You do have a solid point there. Uh, though, I always hear Tokyo Drift is the worst one of this franchise, uh, and I I have a legitimately hard time believing that at this point. Yeah, I would, because, again, if it's about racing, now it doesn't have Dwayne The Rock Johnson, so that's kind of uh, it's a it bit old It also doesn't have Vin Diesel. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which is a big plus for me. Yes. I don't know how they snuck that one past the studio, but the fact that it don't have Vinnie Boy, pretty good. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Luke, right, right before... Um, but before we take a break, yeah. Um, so we it never really says what Charlize Theron is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, <laughs> I have a theory. Yeah, can I just lay this up for you really quick? Um, sure. Yeah, literally in this movie, she's like, "I'm gonna get all the nukes," and Dom is like, "Well, what do you want?" And she's like, "Accountability. I want to make sure all the big nations in the world know what's up." Like oh, it's, I, I missed that part. Yeah, but to your point, it's intentionally left blank, basically. Mm-hmm. There, because someone straight up asks her, "What do you want?" and she basically shrugs and is like, "I don't know." All right. Well, yeah. So, what do you think is happening? Well, it's because she's embarrassed for what she really wants. Is okay. That she's trying to threaten the Russian government into giving up the piss tape. <laughs> when was this made? Twenty seventeen. 2017 man that's piss tape territory that is piss tape territory if i've ever heard it yeah <laughs> so i i firmly believe because you know that was my prediction for the movie is mm-hmm. is that they they were trying to track down the piss tape and man i don't think i was wrong i think that falls squarely into the category of accountability so yeah yeah man well i'm glad i'm right because here's the thing man I have the piss tape. Oh. So I'm thinking I can get top dollar for this bad boy. Yeah. Uh, and I think once I do, I'm going to I'm gonna buy some fucking rock stocks. You want to come with? Oh, let's hawk a tape and buy some stocks. It is wet and wild, my man. Let's go. <laughs> hey, Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, after Elsa Pataki gets got, um, who's watching the baby? <laughs> I think it's the guy with the big red beard. You've mentioned his name a couple times, but I don't remember it. Christopher Heview. Christopher Heview. Um, yeah, I think it's the murderous Christopher Heview <laughs> that's watching the baby. <laughs> I just love the concept of him being like, here comes the airplane. Just like trying mm-hmm. to feed this kid, being really sweet, and we never get that part. Yeah. And for those playing along at home, if you don't remember this guy, he was something Giant's Bane in um, Game of Thrones. Thorgrim? Yeah. No, not Thorgrim. You're thinking of <laughs> Warhammer, Luke. <laughs> kind of cross-pollinating my nerdiness here. Yeah, um, you are. Something. Uh, he's the guy who was mad for uh, or hot for uh, Brienne of Tarth. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't remember his first name, but but Giant Spain is is definitely yeah. his moniker, I guess. For sure. Fucking excellent character. Uh, just plays a crazy badass in this movie. So oh, yeah. So yeah. He's I, great in this. <laughs> I think he's got the baby, for sure. I hope there's a deleted scene with it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you notice that every single one of Charlize's lines was terrible? Yes. Yeah, the writing that was handed to her 
I hope that every line of dialogue came with a sack of cash and a personal apology from the it writers. It better have. Yeah. It was like all the writers were like, hey, we've got this barrel of bad quips. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to use them. Let's give them all to Charlize. Yeah, bad quips and poorly justified actions. Well, uh, except for the piss tape. Except for the piss tape. Forgot about the piss tape. What you can't do with the piss tape. You always got to keep it right in the center of your own brain. I know. Yeah. You got to think about Donald Trump getting <laughs> pissed on. <laughs> it's unclear what direction. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, also, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Are we supposed to hate Tyrese Gibson's character? Hmm. I mean, he gets shit on constantly in this series. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if he's supposed to be, like, the lovable oaf kind of guy, or if he's just supposed to be, like, a heel. Because I think I just... Yeah. Yeah. He's just unbearable to me. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be a lovable oaf. Is a good way to Ugh. put it. Um, yeah, because, like, there's shit, like, they're all on Interpol's top ten wanted list, except for him. He's yeah. now 11. Um, stuff like that. He's, he's mad because a woman is ahead of him. Yeah. There's Ooh. there's some sexist bullshit that they foist upon him and Ludacris both, like, as characters. Yes. That mm-hmm. fucking sucks. Um, Absolutely. I do like that a little bit the movie kind of calls it out where yeah. uh, Natalie Emmanuel does get to say, like, what's my last name? Yeah. And so neither one of them knows it. I want to talk about this scene because this this franchise doesn't have the stones to just have a throuple, but it keeps getting close to a throuple. It gets so close. Someone involved in this movie really wants a throuple. Yeah, really wants some threesome action going on. Both in interpersonally and potentially sexually, because mm-hmm. at the end of this movie, yeah, um, Roman and Tej are standing around talking to I don't remember her character's name, Ramsey. Ramsey, thank you. They only say it like three times during the movie. Yeah, she she doesn't really get <laughs> talked to a whole lot. Yeah, um, but they're like pitching themselves. They're like, you know, you're gonna pick the geek, or you're gonna pick this guy. Um, and then she's like, well, actually, I like both of you. And I went, yes. oh, tell uh-huh. me more about this exactly. situation. <laughs> I don't know why they keep flirting with, like, polyamory and then not doing it. Yeah, they they keep sticking their noses right up into that beehive and then pulling out I'm, at the last second. So I'm telling you, man, one of these movies, they need to show, like, full bush... Uh, like I guess Vin Diesel's, and yeah. uh, and they need to show a thruple. Yeah, we're we're so close to both of these things. Um, <laughs> um, I just wanted to point out really quick uh, that Clint Eastwood's son. Yes, I know his name. I'm not gonna let him off the hook. Um, no, Clint uh, Eastwood's I son. I exclusively called him Agent Bumblefuck. <laughs> Agent Bumblefuck. Well, it goes along with your nickname for him. Says nuclear 
about five times. Thank you. I was right about to say that. He's just like, nuclear. She got the nuclear codes. They've got nuclear missiles. And it's like, hey, Bumblefuck, it's nuclear. I don't know what the DSS or whatever the agency is called that Dwayne works for. Um, I don't know what their entrance exam is like, but I'm pretty sure you have to know how to say nuclear. Yeah, it ain't rigorous enough. I can tell you that. Um, Maybe it's just a BuzzFeed quiz, and then they hand you a gun and a badge. Oh, you found out what Frasier character you are, huh? Oh, you're a Niles. Great. Here's your gun. Because that's, that's who needs a gun. Niles, Niles Crane. Crane. <laughs> hey, when are we going to convert this podcast into a Frasier appreciation podcast? Next week. Because <laughs> I'm here. I am so here for that. Oh, yeah, man. I, we could do a fucking Frasier series. Uh, so easy. Yeah, just um, hit some highlights for sure. Hey, Luke. Mm hmm. You know the scene where Tyrese Gibson is trying to read uh, stuff inside the submarine? Mm hmm. And he can't read the Cyrillic? Yeah. I read it. Oh, and it's, man. And it's control intercom. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to be something funny, but but no. It's an intercom in Russian, mm-hmm. my man, is intercom. So, huh. So really yeah. not interesting or relevant. Well, definitely relevant, but not interesting. Yeah. I just, I hate Tyrese Gibson in this movie, <laughs> and I will take any op- opportunity to drag him. Yeah. Uh, but, like, I think it speaks to something about this movie, that yeah. they had an opportunity to do something funny. Mm-hmm. Instead of making Tyrese Gibson just look dumb, they could have had, like, something funny written in Russian there. And no, they just had control intercom. Yeah. And, like... Why not put in a little Easter egg for the three of us uh, who who know the Cyrillic alphabet? Yeah. Like, come on. Um, uh, yeah. Would you like any submarine facts, though? No. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam, but I'm going to reject that. Um, can, can I? Can I give you one? You can give me exactly one sub. There's been too much plane, trains, and automobiles talk I know, I know. on this podcast. So I will give you exactly one submarine fact, and then I have a statement and I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll make it very quick. Okay. The top speed of an Akula class submarine is at surface 12 miles an hour and submerged yes. 40 miles an hour. It couldn't have caught up to those cars if God yes. himself wanted it. Yes. And I also pointed out uh, at the time that the submarine, like, breaches in a mm-hmm. fantastic way. Um, Just great. Which I'm pretty sure, given the speeds, it could not do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe at 40, it could kind of do it. Yeah. But it was, like, kind of around the surface. I don't think it's at full clip. Yeah. It's a I mean, it's a huge submarine. It's massive. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> but hey, it's okay, because Vin Diesel blew it up with its own heat-seeking missile. Yeah. And then was shielded by the blast by cars. Which is how explosions work. Um, <laughs> fuck. That's, 
that was actually the part of the movie that I got the angriest because yeah. like the man is like immersed in the flames from this nuclear powered submarine exploding. Yes. And they just drive some cars around him. Yeah. And he's fine. He's fine. Um I you know what we haven't uh we haven't mentioned this so far and it's critical to my appreciation of this movie. So uh-huh. I just want to highlight Daddy Dwayne's back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't get enough of him. He's great. I honestly, I I don't know if it's appropriative or not, but the haka scene, very fun. So I looked it up because, uh-huh. yeah, so basically he's coaching his kid's soccer team, uh, which is adorable. Because yes, he's like, you're so the good. finest warriors on the planet. And they're like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then he has them all perform a haka. So I looked it up. Apparently there is a Samoan variant of something like a haka that I'm not going to try to pronounce. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, I think it would be a similar concept to like you in Arkansas making Creole food, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think that's fair. Yeah. It seems similar enough. And so. The scene is fantastic. It's a bunch of like twelve year old girls and Dwayne the Rock Johnson doing a haka, which is which, amazing. Uh, and also, honestly, kind of a great thing to see because mm-hmm. if memory serves, I've only seen men and boys doing a haka. Yes. Uh and so it is actually really cool to see little girls like doing these like mean faces in this like really intense, very intimidating like mm-hmm. show. Yes. It's it's super fucking cool. And I also loved that whole scene because this like very serious government guy comes up to Dwayne and mm-hmm. is like telling him to do his job and Dwayne's like, Yeah, 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 you're gonna cheer on my daughter's soccer team. Yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. The whole scene is Dwayne's always great with kids. Anytime mm-hmm. we get to see him interacting with children is a great movie. This has been yes. tried and true for every attempt that someone's, you know, made at, at creating that kind of a film with Dwayne. And it uh it was great here. So I just wanted to highlight Daddy Dwayne. Daddy Dwayne's back. Daddy Dwayne. Always yeah. always happy to see yeah. Daddy Dwayne. Um but I got a question for you, Sam, and it's pretty critical. Uh-huh. So in this movie, there's a child that has uh-huh. a middle name. The Christ child, yes. The Christ child. And for the most Car of this child, movie, I'm sorry. Car Christ. The Chrysler child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Chrysler child doesn't have a first name. And at right. the end, we get a bullshit explanation. It's Brian, whatever. Yeah, Brian, who is still living. Yeah, who's <laughs> definitely not dead. Uh, uh-huh. I want to ignore that. And I think, Sam, I think we got to name this kid. Ooh, we got to name the kid. Got to name this little wee baby something. So so his middle name is Marcos, right? Yeah, Marco or Marcos. I can't remember. Um, okay. I don't remember if there's an S on there, but it is. Let's just say Marco for sure. Okay. Hmm. And Toretto, I guess, is his last name? Yeah. Something Marco Toretto. Yeah. Now I got uh, I got a suggestion right off the bat. Okay. Um, which I did scream at the TV when she said he didn't have a first name. Uh, yes. Which is 
Turbo. Turbo Marco Toretto is so good. So fucking good, my man. <laughs> Turbo Toretto coming at you hot and spicy. Well, shit, man, that beats anything I was going to say. Mm, so okay. that's what it is. Canonically, it's Turbo Toretto. Turbo Toretto. <laughs> which uh, brings me to something that I want to ask you. Okay, is yes. We're we're not watching the next one because Dwayne's not in it for pretty obvious reasons. Yeah, um, <laughs> due to some some disputes on set for sure. Yes. So, what do you think happens in the next movie? Shit, dude. Okay, I can't tell you who's doing what, mm-hmm. but I can give you exactly what's going to happen in the okay. next movie. Okay. So someone comes back from the dead or has a kid that's a new variable with this movie (laughs) okay instead of coming back from the dead you know what fuck it someone comes back from the dead okay Um, who do you think i think it's the other shaw brother well Um, he's not dead he's in this no not deckard luke uh luke evans Yeah. yeah luke evans is in this luke he was in it yeah, he raided the plane with Jason Statham. He went up to the cockpit and held a gun to the pilot's head. What? I thought that you was Deckard. <laughs> no, Deckard is Jason Statham. I Yeah, I checked out pretty hard by this point in the uh, movie. Yeah, no, we actually got some pretty good patter because uh, it's them, like, assaulting the plane and intercut with Jason Statham talking to his mom, played by... Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren, everybody. Telling her that he's uh he's that he has to like go to this plane and uh and he's like, okay, I got a team. And she goes, No, you're gonna take your brother. Yeah. Your and, your and failure there, of man. a brother. Okay. Yeah, your fuck up brother. Alright, so I missed that. I missed that entirely. Um <laughs> I remember the loose details of what you're saying, but I in my head. It is just Jason Statham on that plane with a baby. <laughs> it is, in your defense, it is mostly him. Like, yeah. Luke Evans is in there for not even five minutes. Hey, he's still getting sag rates. Still getting a good oh, day rate. <laughs> 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 okay, so somebody's back from the dead. Uh, they may or may not have amnesia. Okay. Um, some government agency contacts Hobbs. Uh, wait, Hobbs ain't in this one. So Hobbs... We're going to stick to the same pattern that we've developed with Brian and that Hobbs will be loosely mentioned. Uh, mm-hmm. And maybe he'll send like a fax to the team that just says <laughs> yes. like, excellent. It will say a city and new job. So it'll be like Mexico city job because okay. that's what happened in this movie. He's like, we got to go to Berlin and they're like, cool. We'll meet you in Berlin. Hangs up phone. No further details. None. Yeah. And then we get, it, it skips literally another movie's worth of setup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I was thankful for. Yeah, we, we're like mid-heist on that job. End heist. Um, yeah, what else am I missing? So there's going to be a bunch of like shitty car-related action sequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else, what else uh, am I missing in this formula? Uh, so is the villain going to be Charlize again? I think... The villain is going to be the warlord that they dangled in front of us. 
Mm, okay. Hey, remember yes. from Fast or sorry, Furious Seven, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yes. The guy that yeah. you and I both flagged as being inconsequential but everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's here again too. Completely inconsequential. But he is here. He is here again. Uh so I think he will be both back and completely inconsequential as well. Um <laughs> Because this, Sam, this is a franchise that doesn't move forward. It no. just takes pieces from where it's been and then continues to, like, nudge them along. So it is, it is like running a train on a track that it is picking up the pieces behind it and putting <laughs> them in front of it. Yeah. So it stays in place, for sure. Pretty much. Um. Yeah, so I think that's the formula, but is there anything in in particular that you think is going to happen in the next one? I can tell you what I think should happen. Oh, okay. I think that the next movie should begin uh, at Dominic's funeral. uh, Interesting. Because he's the last one of the family to die. Oh. It's been like 50 years or at 30 years and we now see <clears throat> we see uh we see Dominic Toretto's uh gravestone yeah and then the camera pans up and it's Turbo Toretto <laughs> Turbo Marco Toretto himself yes and he has his own crew now yes. and maybe it's him like assembling his family yes 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 Sam but I think Turbo Toretto, he says, cars? Too slow for me. I'm all about the plane crimes now. Mm, you love a good air heist, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I think we go, like, lots of fighter jets. It's almost like Top Gun, but uh, hornier. <laughs> yeah, and, and with, I think, with more paint on the planes, I think. Yes, absolutely more paint on the planes. I, like... I think I think it's basically like a soft reboot. Yes. Yeah, sort of a Scream 5, if you will. We're going to bring in yes. a whole new cadre of new yeah. young people to carry, carry a, the franchise forward. It's a new forward. generation. Yeah. Can I also pitch and remind you uh, that Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a kid? Uh, oh, yeah. Yes. So, absolutely, it's Hobbs Jr., yeah, Hobbs Jr., who I think Wait, is his, uh, yeah. his daughter. It's got to be his daughter. Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I was I I don't know what I was thinking about. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, his, his daughter is in charge of the DSS. Yes. 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 And, and like her dad, who exclusively drives like big, weird, armored SUV truck type things. Uh-huh. I don't think she's into fighter jets, but I do think she's into, like, big Black Hawk kind of helicopters. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, uh, like maybe like a gunship that's yeah. just chock-a-block <laughs> yeah. with missiles. Yes. That would be very fitting for the Hobbs family, for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's where it should go next. I, um, can I say? Mm-hmm. I adore this idea, and if this doesn't happen at some point in the near future, uh, then I will eat my own hat, because this it's, is a series that needs a reboot, and this is how you do it. 
absolutely. I mean, it it really needs to do away with the the current like I don't know, it, uh, like what's the fucking word? The template of these movies. <laughs> you got there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. It, we are doing Hanksy Panksy After Dark for the second night in a yeah, row. Yeah, it's rough stuff, man. Yeah. But, like, these movies have a very set template. Yeah, which is what I was riffing on, right? Like, there's... Yeah. There's... Six and seven were the same movie. Absolutely. And so they they need to change it up. Yeah. They gotta change it up. And... Honestly, I think it is really held down by the fact that you can't change a whole lot with this group of people. Yeah. Uh-huh. The dynamic is set in stone. Vin Diesel is too busy uh, fawning over his walk with Christ or something. Yeah. And, uh, w- hey, we got somehow we forgot to mention that his cross necklace is a GPS locator, <laughs> which is... <laughs> Hey, yeah, we kind of did. And what the fuck? <laughs> what? What a... I... Whatever. Yeah. The The movie needs to change, and the only way to do that is to kill off every last one of these people and move on with a new generation that is not as tied to cars. Yes. Agreed. And then, plus, I mean, the movies are fairly diverse, um, but this gives us a clean slate to, like, increase the diversity even more and bring in women mm-hmm. into this fucking franchise. Yeah, and not to ogle yes. or to objectify, but to, like, be people? Yeah. Yep. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be novel for wouldn't, this? <laughs> or to even just have a direct hand in the functioning of the plot. Because Letty's yes. up in here, but Letty a lot of times gets left as, like, a damsel in distress type or not even that it's just like she doesn't play a critical role in a lot of the no. heist situations i mean 90 of this movie is her just frowning yeah yeah exactly the shots the dialogue we get from her is pretty inconsequential same for her action sequences so it would be nice to like give it a swift kick in the dick reboot mm-hmm. everything yeah hey luke mm-hmm uh, not a single woman in this franchise has a last name. That can't be true. Letty doesn't have a last name, to my knowledge. Oh my god. Although, to be fair, a lot of people don't have last names in uh, this movie. Except Dominic Toretto. Yeah, Dominic Toretto. He's big enough to have a last name. Um, And Luke Hobbs. Luke Hobbs, yeah. God damn Deckard it. Deckard Shaw. You're right. A lot of a lot of men have last names. Like a lot of the members of the crew don't. Yeah. You know, you got Roman, you got Tedge, whatever, Han. But boy oh boy, you would think Letty would have a last fucking name. Yes. Yeah, which I guess it's Toretto if she took his name cuz they got married, which is yeah, a wild man, attribute her, of this. Her maiden name? Yeah. Gone with the wind, hey. man. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I will in her in her defense, I guess whatever mm-hmm. uh, a mark in her column. She is pretty fucking cool with essentially being cucked. <laughs> yeah, 
He just shows up and is like, actually, I have a son from my ex who I've sort of half invited into this relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, here he is. Here's Turbo. Like, here's my son, Turbo. <laughs> here's Turbo. And she's like, he's very cute. Yeah. And there's no like, ooh, this is uncomfortable. It's just like, I love Turbo. Which this is, okay, we're running so long. Um, we are. I don't care. Here's the thing, because... I and another reason why I think the 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 non-dude representation in this series needs a facelift is Dom goes rogue to protect his son uh and his ex I guess his ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. um who is as we've stated very t- too chill for someone <laughs> in her situation Far too chill um and then we're shown in this movie that Letty is also too chill and this is mm-hmm. what I said while we were watching it. If she didn't slap Dom the first minute she saw him again, then yeah. I'm done with this this franchise as try you know trying to like rationalize some of its representation. Because like, what the fuck, man? He went he you got married, you're on a honeymoon, and then he bails to go do all this without communicating at all. Right, um, but he can apparently communicate with Helen Mirren. Yeah, but can't get a secret message to you. Yeah, his his wife, his newly wedded wife. Yeah, and then she just takes it all on the chin, and is like, "I'm glad to have you back." Also, great, you have a kid. Yeah the the women in this movie, unless they're the villain, are not allowed to like have negative emotions. Yes, they're yes. not allowed to be people. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I hate I hate these movies. Yeah. The, the except Yeah. Except when it's Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Saving lives by breaking the law. Anyway, uh <laughs> I I think it is well past time to move beyond this. Yes, please. We are so over and I apologize to everybody at home. But uh hopefully you had a good time. Listen to yeah, us you, rant. You better have. Yeah. So Luke, uh, next week we'll be watching 2017's Baywatch. Have you seen it? Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, man. I am so fuck. I'm psyched out of my brain. I have not seen this movie, but I've heard legit great things about this movie. Well, my dude, I have seen Baywatch, and we are in for a treat. Nice, man. Now tell me what you think. 2017's Baywatch is about in like a sentence. Yeah. Um it's like the lighthouse, but it's a bay and it's a gritty realistic horror film. Pretty close. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. Uh you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod, and you can send us an email g- uh, at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. Uh Luke Daniel responded. Uh, to that email <laughs> yeah about James yeah and do you know what he said what no I man I don't <laughs> fucking know <laughs> he, he just said no so I don't I don't know I mean it's I, a lead I guess you gotta here's what you gotta do Luke you gotta go to every James you've ever met and say did we watch Polar Express together yeah. Beginning with, I will admit, several Jameses within my family that are plausible targets. Well, so, I'm, 
Yeah. Get to messaging, man. To our to our listeners at large and specifically to Daniel, never change. Uh, this is exactly <laughs> the kind of communication I look for with this podcast. Exactly. Uh, and uh, and head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. We got a lot of great stuff up there. We just recorded uh, an episode for uh, Dilwale Dolhania Le Jayenge, a phenomenally good mm-hmm. uh, Bollywood film. Uh, head over there, check it out. It's up by the time uh, you're listening to this. It, it's a it's a great time, man. Uh, so so yeah, head over there, check it out, and uh, want to give a quick shout out to Hanks's heroes. That's Russell, Tuck, Daniel. Uh, you're all great, and you know what? You all get to have negative feelings, unlike the women in this movie. <laughs> Sometimes you're sad, and that's okay. That's fine. Uh, Luke, mm-hmm. do you have a final quote? I do. And it is from the man himself, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and it is, Daddy's staying home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Pinky Rock Bottom. We'll be back next week with 2017's Baywatch.